What is up, everybody? Welcome to another Meta Era Nerds weekly discussion. I am your host, Rico, and with me, as always, is the anime sensei, Mr. Press X, XXX, and only X in 2K, the tank top, purple tank top man. What do you Marcus. say? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that reminded me of the, uh, what the, no, when they call it a one punch man, the tank top, it wasn't a tank top crew, but yeah, uh, there's like the tank, tank top crew. crew. Yeah, yeah I, never, I never remember that. I was, I was cracking up when I saw that. But nonetheless, always good. Always good to uh, to get on. Always good to start podcasting. Uh, I know it's been a while since we had a discussion. And I was kind of messaging Rico earlier. And I said, you know, I'm I'm in the zone. I'm in the mood. Uh, yesterday was a lot of fun. You know, and we were talking right now that after we got off yesterday, we stayed on and just kind of sh- started shoot- shooting the shit a little bit. And kind of became immersed in YouTube videos. But it was the uh, anime openings just listening to them and rico stumbled upon uh what is it the the hundred legendary openings and so we were just kind of watching these videos and hoping our favorite songs would come out and then we stumbled upon which it was just one of those um and we've seen those videos rico and i have talked about it before those um what are they called bar graphs growth they're, they're like um, uh, they're like bar graphs but they're like time lapse videos time la- yeah yeah and time lapse yeah. videos and this one featured the most popular anime character at from what is it 2004 i believe is what it was to 2023 mm-hmm. so we were as rico and i were watching this we were just kind of just rooting having fun and we were kind of guessing as to who would be you know at what point in time where we saw a couple of surprises and then we kind of figured oh we, we were just going to know um the number of people who are voting and who's going to be what and so that, that was a lot of fun and it kind of got me thinking i was like you know I, I want to talk some more. I, you know, like always, it kept me, get me to shut up. And I was like, but we, it's been a while since we've done a discussion, I guess, just on video games and video games as far as like, not nostalgia, because I didn't really want to talk about some of the stuff we wish to see again, because I, I know we talk about that quite a bit, but just, it's, and it's been a while since we did a Q&A. So just something just to kind of talk, get us going, get the discussion going. And we did stumble upon this, I guess fun 50 questions to ask a friend and that's and that's exactly what it is and i said well i think i know a guy like that so mm. i'm gonna yeah and, and there's 50 of them and some of them are fun some of them say fascinating and um it's from levelskip.com in case anybody's interested that's kind of where i just i kind of stumbled upon so i was kind of curious as to hey you know we like video games we just you know kind of just get back into our little video game uh personas and you know just kind of geek out about that because yesterday if you listen to our discussion man <laughs> i geeked the hell out again it's not the first time and it won't be the last but i geeked the hell out when rico was over here talking about manga and uh finishing demon slayer and stuff like that so um it was a fun discussion and we had even more fun after the fact so i just kind of wanted to piggyback off you know piggyback off of that especially since it's been a while since we've done a discussion so um but i have been trying to get omar He's one of our um, awesome friends, our good friends, the one who talks a lot of shit, but, you know, we love him. And I've been trying to get him to come on. I messaged him again, so hopefully if he's listening, if he ever listens, we hope to get him on because I've been wanting to talk about collecting. And Omar, in the past few months, that bug has hit him hard. And it's always a lot of fun when you have a fellow collector and especially somebody who knows the ins and outs and who or as in omar's case who's getting to know the ins and outs and is learning and is getting into the whole you know buying selling and you know something i've been doing for the last you know 15 years 
And now that Omar's in it, you know, I'm over here like, hey, I want to talk about some of his collections, you know, what kind of got him in and stuff like that. So that is a discussion for your future time. I can't wait to have discussions because I do have a lot of questions. Um, on, on top of my head, I don't even have this written down. I'm going to be spitting questions whenever we get that guy on here. But nonetheless, what's your day been like? I know you said you kind of got a whack, uh, whack at uh, Call of Duty, the servers, this today. Yeah, yeah. We... Uh... Omar and I had been talking back and forth about playing some Call of Duty, and plus I I had been out of town for the past couple of days, so I hadn't really gotten a chance to play. But today we did get to try out uh, Modern Warfare Three. We tried out Modern Warfare Two, and we also played Black Ops One, and we had a lot of fun. Uh, outside of a couple matches where, you know, our games were a little bit laggy, we did the uh, the only place we kind of had trouble I think was on uh, Face Off, which is Modern Warfare Three. Uh, if you don't remember face-off maps, those are the ones where you can, um, excuse me, where you can 1v1, 2v2, or 3v3. So that's pretty much just squad v squad, right? So we played a lot of twos. Uh, I think we went about 50-50 in our game. So there were some guys that were just super tryhards and others that, you know, just had no business in there with us at all. <laughs> so we had, uh, we had some good games. We had a lot of fun. We en- We started playing around noon and... I'm not mistaken, we played till maybe, let me see, I know, I know the reason I got off is because I had ordered some food, uh, let me see what time I ordered food at, I think it was like at least 4 o'clock, so we probably played for a good 4 or 5 hours, something like that, fair, I think. To be fair, I did have a train today, and I got home roughly around 3.30, 3.45, and the first thing I always do is turn on my Xbox. I just turn it on and I leave it on. It's bad. It's bad practice, right? But I just leave it on. I turn my TV on. I leave it on. When I get to it, I get to it. And I did see that Rico and Omar were online. And yeah, that, obviously, that's about when I that's about when I got off. That's right. Because yeah. I remember I saw you pop on and then I my food was coming in. So I was like, hey, Omar, I got to go for a little bit. I'm going to eat. I'll be, I'll be on later. Joins, before Marcus joins the party yeah. and uh, I can't yeah. leave. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start talking about anime and you know how that goes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I know you had mentioned that the servers um, are a lot better. And then to the point where even other people are starting to message uh, Microsoft and getting trying to get other games or servers fixed. And apparently they're doing it real quick. So um Whenever anybody wants to play your games, I think that's just a, um, that's what you want, right? And I would hope they listen to these people who want to play their games and kind of make sure that they're as optimized as possible so people can enjoy them, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it, it's good. Uh, it's good for them, you know, in, uh, what do you call it? Um, not customer service, but, you know, like good optics for them. Yeah, yeah. Good, PR. Optic, good optic yeah there we go good optics good be good pr and uh i mean people just want to play these games right so uh it, it, it's good for the gamers too it's not it's it's a two-way street really and the game that they got fixed was a uh, classic uh, xbox 360 game called shadow run a first person shooter i don't know anything about it but apparently i mean if people got together and wanted to play it that bad I'm almost super positive that that game is, or maybe a different version of it. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that game's on Game Pass. But the thing with that game is, I think there's like multiple versions on Game Pass. If it's like the Shadow Run trilogy, I think is what I saw, or one of those. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it, it looks top down uh, and it looks kind of like a lot of fun. I mean, it's top down. I don't. Want, I don't know if it's like a beat 'em up type game, but we'll see what that one's all about. Okay. But um, nonetheless, 
Again, going back to that list that I talked about, again, just a kind of open discussion for gamings. And again, I'll ask questions, but it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to stick to this list. If, if you talked about anything else, if we kind of get off on a different tangent, by all means, we'll, we'll go explore, talk. And again, these are just kind of talking points just to kind of get our discussions rolling. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Now, the first one is always one just kind of we talked about almost honestly every time we have a discussion about video games we always tend to go back to in your in your case pokemon in my case Zelda, right because it's kind of what's your favorite game of all time right and i think i've even asked you refresh my memory in the pokemon series what would you call your favorite which one was your favorite pokemon game i've asked this question before but i don't think i remember i mean that's that's always such a hard question to answer because pokemon is so uh you know in general the games are mostly the same uh very linear for the exception of maybe this last game you know kind of broke the mold there uh so it kind of comes down to like pokedex mechanics stuff like that so nostalgia i kind of go between two all the time nostalgia i i think you should yeah nostalgia reasons I usually go with like hard gold or silver because those are Gen Four games. They're significantly better than the than the second gen games. Uh, they were on the DS. You do get two regions. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of weak stuff. Uh, some people don't really like the whole the the Kanto experience within that game because it's very there's really nothing new or anything like that. But uh, just because you get to Go through two different sets of gyms, such a big area or whatever. Like I, I, I really, yeah, I, cool. I, I, I love that. You know, I'll never, I'll never remember. I mean, I'll never remember. I'll never forget <laughs> uh, going back and uh, find. I was, I remember, I was the first in my friend group because I was the Pokemon head in my in my class, like all the time. So I remember being the first one to beat the Elite Four and then conquer Kanto, beat the Elite Four again, and then find. Uh, who is essentially like Ash, but it's red, red you know, from yeah. from the from the manga series, uh, in Mount Silver, and just beating him. And everybody was—I remember telling everybody like, "Oh, I found Ash! I found Ash!" And I beat him, and whatever. And it was just like this whole big borlote, you know, as a little kid that you're the you're the first one, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's nostalgia. That's when my nostalgia is like on high alert. Other than that, I would probably have to go with maybe gen 5 gen, gen, gen 5 i think gen 5 uh gen 5 did something that did forced a lot of people to do something that they that was not popular but like to me it's something that i hold myself to like in games in in new pokemon games all the time where i only use new pokemon in my playthroughs if it's a game where like there's only new Pokemon, if there's new gen Pokemon, I only use new gen Pokemon in my first playthrough all the time. And that game forced you to do it. Uh, mm. Also, there was the uh, the Pokemon World, uh, was it the Pokemon World Cup or World Championship or something like that? That was really cool in that game where you like it was a tournament style thing. There was uh, the, what was it? Uh, the White Forest and the Black... I don't remember what the black one was, but there was like some some PVE stuff that you could do towards the end, battle tower esque things. So, uh, yeah, I would have to say it's between 
in fourth the fourth generation would be hard gold soul silver i'll have to go with soul silver just because i'm a lugia guy and uh i guess probably since i'm more of a it's not uh it's not reshiram i like uh wow Zekrom, yeah, I like Zekrom better, so probably Pokemon White because I think Zekrom was on Pokemon White. Yeah, and again, and, and, and I like that you mentioned you always have like a nostalgia thing and then a kind of an actual thing just because in my case, and I'm using the list that we, we talked about yesterday. We talked about at the end of our podcast yesterday, the, um, the what is it, the, 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 the mathematical list that IGN procured through 30 different websites and they kind of you know mathematically place the best games of all time and the reason i mention it is because you know you mentioned and you said it like nostalgia pokemon red as far as an actual game is concerned i think i mentioned it before right if you had the choice between you know and some people will say pokemon red but in terms of like quality of life gameplay pokemon what you can do what you can't do uh balance all types of things games that are obviously made now as far as just an overall video game, it should be better in just about every single aspect of a game like Pokemon Red. Because you know, because it came out on a Game Boy, which is legit. I don't even know how many bits that is. It's a tiny little cartridge where you're taking that, super, you know, amplifying that by no joke, it's, a thousand. It, it, it's and you can you can see it too. It, that it that's an interesting game to pick uh, when you talk have that conversation because we do have red then we have fire red then we have uh let's go pikachu and let's go eevee which all three are essentially the exact same game mm-hmm. but you can tell even from game boy to the advanced generation with fire red and then even further along to the switch's version of let's go eevee let's go pikachu like night and day difference like the advancements is just like it's insane and I, and I guess that's my point, right? In because Pokemon Red, I think was like fifty-eight on that list, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but similar. but but none of the other iterations were on there. I think, as a matter of fact, Pokemon Diamond or Pearl, which one was that? I think it was like hundred and something. Now again, you know, Diamond Diamond was at the very end, but there was there was a lot of Pokemon games on there. Yeah, and and there were several, and the fact that Pokemon Red was at the top, and it always kind of blows my mind in, in regards it's, to this. It's like, Charizard. It's Charizard. Yeah, it's Charizard. And so it was going to be him. <laughs> if I gave somebody this list and I said, "Here, these are the fifty greatest games of all time," you know what I mean? If they get to a game that was made in the early '90s, you know, as a first experience, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's one of those games where, like, do you do you play this game first or do you play it after the fact to kind of appreciate it more or before to appreciate it more, stuff like that. Like, Final Fantasy VII right now is kind of going through that same treatment. You know what I mean? Final Fantasy VII has the remake, and the remake everything in pieces, all these things. Changing the story a little bit, but again, if you're a fan, you're buying these games. Whereas you have the Final Fantasy VII that came out in 1997 for PlayStation, so you polygons, you know, and, you know, I know people kind of uh, people kind of go crazy over, like, Tifa and stuff like that. And it, I don't know about you, but you're taking Polygon Tifa, or you're taking this Tifa, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. And it, it, it always just kind of gets my, like, brain working and stuff like that. And so I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, uh, nostalgia game. And again, it doesn't mean that you're going to, you know, purposely like one just because it's technologically better. That's not always the case, right? Because um, people do might like just the simplicity of older games better yeah than yeah you know and, and, and i respect that by all means yeah and it is and something something doesn't have to be super uber complex or beautiful looking 
for it to be fun and engaging and stuff like that. You know, look at us with Vampire Survivor. Look at you with with Washing Simulator. I mean, what story is there really? Like, it's you don't casual. need a story. You don't need you don't need story. You just you just need to get everything clean and you feel super accomplished, right? Like, yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> And and the remake thing is interesting because we've had so many now over the last couple of years. I know we had the Resident Evil series has been has been remaking their games. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy. We had a we had some remakes of some Zelda games recently. Uh, who else? Didn't Metroid do another game? Well, Metroid Prime. They they kind of remastered it. You know what I mean? But again, made it better. If you're gonna play a version, you're 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 better off playing the Switch version because of the quality of life adjustments and just the graphics overall. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. You know, the, like uh, World of Warcraft also did something right where they made classic. They made classic, classic yeah. Classic. Re- I, I think the game from when it first came out, and again added those features. Right. So there's just a couple of those features. Yeah, I think uh, Diablo 2 got remade. Uh, Tony Hawk was the one that actually I loved uh, when I was a kid. I, I didn't end up buying it, but, you know, that would be another a fun one to go back to. Yeah, so, it, you know, and again, I'm glad you brought up, uh, you mentioned uh, which is a Power Wash Simulator. And again, something just to kind of casual. And I'm, I'm my cousin, because uh, we have, I have a group chat with my cousins, and it's funny. Shout out to Andy, by the way. He's like, hey, I was like, hey, follow, up, follow me on podcast, because I started off with him making fun of me. I was like, oh, was he, you're playing Power Wash Simulator? He goes, I have a Power, power Wash in a driveway. Come over here and get the real experience. And, and I kind of said, yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> he took a picture of my profile, of my name and everything, put out a group chat. And I said, hey, man. I was like, you want to know why I'm playing? Follow, uh, give us a follow. Give us a like. Meta and Nerds. And you'll find out why. So if uh, and I even mentioned that, give, kind of give him a shout out here. So shout out to my cousin Andy, man. But uh, he mentioned that he goes, oh, well, you know, what is it? And I was like, well, it's, we talk about geeky stuff like that all the time. But you, you understand why I'm playing Power Wash Simulator. And again, it's more so just because of that. You know, I just want to sit down, wind down, and not get invested in anything, dude. It's kind of just a dumb thing. It's just, you know. Yeah, yeah, my, a mindless game. Mindless, thing. Mindless, about, like, mindless games. You mindless can listen thing. to music. You can, like, turn your brain off and just you know just it tells you this is your objective do it and it's you just go with it right it's no yeah you don't have to aim you don't have to think you just okay how am i gonna do this real simplistic and it's funny you mentioned like you talked about uh a listener trying to get people to listen to the podcast because uh i i i now i'm remembering that we actually got our first comment on uh on spotify for our podcast and it was actually for episode it was actually our last open discussion, which was like not uh, last week, but I think the week before. Really? We yeah. Who and we from? got our we got our first comment, and it is from. I don't. I'm too scared right now, man. Like it is from <laughs> the, the the question that's posted, like the, a general question. What did you think of this episode? And uh, this is one we were talking about. Like I think we brought up Ricky being good at fighting games. So it says, "Awesome episode." Marcus left out that I too whoop him in Marvel versus Capcom. Was that, our comment? I know exactly. Was our name on that? I know exactly. Who yeah, our our RGC underscore fifteen twenty five. You know who that is, right? Uh, I mean, I assumed I know who it was, but since if you, I had an idea, but I wasn't sure. So, if you would like to enlighten us, who you think it is? I know exactly who it is. <laughs> um. So another shout out here, and give a shout out to another buddy of of mine, um, Bobby. The one and only. 
Bobby, uh, Bobby was actually listening to that episode, and he says, "Hey, I beat your Marvel's cap." I said, "Bobby, no, you did not, dude." And he says, "Yeah, I did." I said, "No, you didn't, dude." That Ricky's the only one who Ricky beat us like ninety times each. And if Bobby beat us, I don't remember. Bobby beat me, I don't remember. But that is Bobby. So shout out to Bobby for giving us a follow in the comments and um, being interactive, right? And I know we're always kind of like. Uh, trying to get interactive and we've always said right as, as if there's one thing that we can work on is just being more uh what is it um more not concentrated more per not purposeful what's the word i'm looking for i guess more just attuned to just throwing ourselves out there uh exposing ourselves and just kind of like the whole pr thing you know what i mean mm-hmm yeah, ne- ne- neither one of us is like particularly like active on socials, so that would be kind of the best way to kind of have a little bit push a little bit more interaction and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we're trying. We're both trying, and yeah. uh, I think uh, it's been on our plans already. We've been saying it for a long time, but I think I am going to try to get us, if not a YouTube video, I think I might stream this week sometime at some point. So uh, yeah, I'll 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 probably get my stream going. I know Andrew's been streaming uh, Final Fantasy again, so yeah, this is that man. Final Fantasy so, sixteen. Yeah, but yeah, but shout out to shout out to all our guys. Uh, you know, the people who listen and uh, the people who at least you know just appreciate, right? Because I know Rico and I have been at this already for a year and three months, and uh, I don't think we're <laughs> we're not gonna slow down anytime soon because we do very much enjoy talking. You know what I mean? So. Um, you feel the same way, obviously, right? It's not just a one side thing. Just checking. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, next. What was the next topic? <laughs> so, you see, and, and that was the whole point, right? Again, it, and if there's a question you cannot answer because some of these questions are, um, like, I I wouldn't need time to think about them. I know sometimes when, when it's question type type thing, um, I don't tell Rico, or sometimes I will if I feel like the question is a little bit hard. Uh, but in this case, I don't think I've ever asked this question, but it's an interesting question. Uh, what's a game you thought you like but actually hated? Oh, yeah, and I know that was a little more thought provoking. If you can answer that, or if you want to come back, I can ask one, maybe a little bit more um, concrete, a little bit more easier just to kind of fall back on. But I know that I saw that one, I was like, man, I gotta think about that one too. You know, a game you might have purchased, a game you might have spent a hundred dollars on and played it, you know, one time. And I have, I, I have, I have three answers, I, really? I immediately have three answers, yeah, okay. Uh, the first one was, uh, the, when I first bought my N64 as a kid, you know, it's a big deal. What game you get to go with your console, like day one that you're going to like invest all this time in. And, you know, it's going to create that hype and you're going to want a new game and a new game and a new game. Mm -hmm. The very first game I ever got for N64 was Glover. Glover. I think I, I I, I think I returned it the next day. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I took it back the next day. I just it was just not my game, and then I ended up getting uh, WCW versus NWO Revenge, and that was it. I I I put so many hours into that game, uh, and it just uh, I already had like a love for wrestling as a kid, so that just kind of like made it grow like tenfold, and you know, using this character and that character and the ones you see on TV and the entrances and the moves. And, uh, you know, going over to uh, the Contreras house, uh, shout out to Ricky Omar and Leroy, you know, playing 
uh, all night and just tag team championships, every all these kinds of things. And uh, it's funny because Omar actually told me today that he ordered a copy of uh, N64 uh, wrestling game and he, he actually got it in today. Uh, I think complete in box, you know, we talked about his collecting stuff. So uh, he's getting, he's starting to collect a lot of those games from our childhood that we kind of started with. But anyways, uh, Glover would be that first answer. The second answer would be, I bought a $120 version of Final Fantasy 15. Uh, $120 version of Final Fantasy 15? Yes. 120 bucks of Final Fantasy 15, like the big boy edition, everything, because I was going to love it. It was going to be the one. I was going to play it. And I don't know. I, I don't know why I didn't like it. I still can't put my finger on it. I just, I tried to play it. The beginning was just too slow for me. It didn't catch me. I tried it several times. Uh, I hear that the fishing in that game is pretty amazing, but I'm not. I don't want to pay 120 bucks to fish. But <laughs> nonetheless, like I tried to play that game a bunch of times, and it just never happened for me. Uh, and I, and the reason I bring up that one because something similar happened with The Witcher. But The Witcher, I still have hope for. So that Final Fantasy game, I have. Like I'm, I've given up on it. I'm never gonna yeah. play that game again. So that one, that that one's gone. Like that one's done for for me. Uh, then the recent one that I was actually really excited for, and ended up, I ended up saying no, this game's not for me. Uh, we've actually talked about before was the Marvel Midnight Suns game because it ended up being a game that, like when I saw what the game was actually like, it completely bamboozled me because I was expecting something more interactive, more. Not interactive, that's not the right word. I would guess like combat, like where you are actively in combat. And I think it's more of like a turn-based card-esque kind of game. Mm. And it's actually supposed to be very good from what I hear. But I've, I've just never been into that game, that, that game style. Yeah. Which, which I always say is ironic because, you know, like my favorite game, my favorite series of all time is like a turn-based game, like at its core. But I don't know. Uh, those are the ones that came into mind. Mm. So, see. Glover, Final Fantasy 15, and Marvel Midnight Suns. I'm sure I could think of other ones, but I'm I'm sure I'm I, still I, stunned. I, I, I would need time. <laughs> I'm still stunned. Uh, well, by that token, um, what about the other side? Uh, a game you you didn't expect to enjoy but ended up liking. So obviously we have one side of the coin where you bought a game you hated it, but in the other side is. You got a game you know nothing, nothing about, and automatically just it clicked for you, and you started playing it. Game Pass has been has helped out a lot in this regard for me personally, as far as introducing me to games you know that I normally wouldn't give a wouldn't buy or give a kind of a I you know I, I do go down this rabbit hole sometimes, and I mentioned it right where I go to Game Pass, I look, and if it looks interesting, I'll just add it, download, 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 download. I I, I know nothing about it, just download, download. You know, it's easy kind of way to 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 venture and and find a game that might be worth playing um that lead that's gonna that's gonna lead me to talk about a, a particular game not that I, I didn't expect to enjoy it just came out of nowhere and and that was kind of like the best part before what i used to do and it's actually a real good place to do it is if you go to steam you mm -hmm. if you find a game that's 10 out of 10 overwhelmingly positive a lot of the times a lot of like indie games or games that have not hit console yet the reason they even hit console in the first place is because of the people who even play them on steam first are they're able to take those those and 
boom, put them on a console and have more people enjoy them. Um, I know Hollow Knight came out on Steam years and years ago, and I bought Hollow Knight on a whim because it was cheap and fell in love with it. That one, I, I expected to enjoy it just because of the art more so than anything else and the whole Metroidvania concept. So that you know that, that's why that one's not kind of really um, part of that thing. But you mind if I go first and just kind of, you know? No, go for it. So in my case, I've actually mentioned um, a game previously, and I've never really talked about it, but for whatever reason, the game hit hit for me, and I, and I, when I was like, there's no way I can be the only one who likes this game. And sure enough, I wasn't. Um, it's called Beacon Pines. It's a $20 game on Steam. It was on Game Pass. It's legit. It's it's a small eight hour game, and it's story story based. That's all it is. It's just a, it's telling a story. You control the character. You kind of go through the narrative, and that's it. You know. But for some reason, I was so engrossed with the story that I just loved it. I loved I loved everything about it. I loved the story. I loved the characters. It there was like a little horror aspect to it. That was a lot of fun. And I I went on Steam, and I was kind of curious. I was like, man, what are the reviews in this game? There's no real reviews, but if you go to Steam, out of 1,200 reviews, 10 it has a rating of a 10 out of 10, and a 20 dollar game on Steam. And I said, ah, you know, that explains it. And as a matter of fact, it was a Kickstarter game. So Kickstarter sometimes does wonders for getting these small developers, you know, off the ground and yeah, you know, get some going. But as far as just adventure games, I remember seeing it. I saw it. I was like, okay, it kind of looked interesting. And for whatever reason, I just I played it, and I kind of got to the beginning. I was like, "Oh, I was like, it's, it's, I was like, it's not what I thought it was. I thought it was gonna be like a click, click and point adventure with a couple of like puzzles." It was on that. It was that during that wood trip. Remember, um, I was playing uh the nine 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 doors, the nunnery games, and I was playing um, what's that other one? Escape Academy. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it, it was that that little period of of a couple of months and stuff like that. I thought it was gonna be one of those. So it was. I was like, you know, I keep playing, and so I was already turned off from the get go when I realized it wasn't those type of games, but. It was that interesting to where I just kept playing it. And I was just playing as a little, I guess, reindeer, white dude. And I was just making sure that, you know, the main character just, his name was Luca, a uh, 12-year-old little boy. And, he, you know, Great name. yeah, yeah, I know for you, you're a fan. And it, it, you're trying to you're unravel this conspiracy that's taken apart in this game. It, it was real crazy because, you know, it kind of hit for me. Because growing up, I used to play a lot of those, um, I don't know if you remember, and I mentioned it before, uh, Freddy Fish. You remember those games, Freddy Fish mm-hmm. and, and Slime and Pajama Sam? Remember those? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were the narrative adventure type games. And so it just blew, it blew me away and it kind of just threw me back to all of those games where I'm just trying to figure out, you know, trying to get this main character and figure out what the hell's going on in this small city so awesome game conspiracy if you want like a short game that tells an excellent story beacon pines is a lot of fun and even the characters there's three there's three main characters um who, who befriend luca and it, it just it just it just it was great man hiding spot games was, was a developer so if you're ever interested I'm, I'm pretty sure it's on game pass um if you want to play for free check it out you know it's a very very short game if you want to play with your kids very short game also um, just great stuff, man. Great stuff, and I, I, I'm I'm glad that question came out. Kind of highlighted that part. What about for you? I don't know. I feel like the the two games that came to mind, I think, are kind of like cop outs because they're very good games. They're award winning games. But when I started to play them, or when I I didn't expect to like them as much as I did. Uh, the first one being Vampire Survivor, like. I liked the the look of it when I saw it. I, I came across it 
when I was watching an Overwatch streamer, uh, he was playing it in between his queues. So that's where I came across it and I saw it and I said, oh, you know what? There's like a little, a little nuance to this game. Like, the, you know, the combining like your passives and your weapons and evolving them and you get further and you make like an AOE build or a, uh, what do you call it? Not uh, a projectile build or something mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, I just fell in love with it. Like, you, the way you talked about earlier about, uh, or we talked about a power wash simulator, just very <laughs> simple, very easy, turn your mind off, you know, just relax, listen to a podcast, put on some music, uh, and just chill, you know, wind down. Uh, I know we've talked in previous episodes about Zen, you know, that was one of those games where you could just relax and, uh, you know, think about some stuff while you're playing this mindless game or whatever. So that's one. Uh, another one that I think of too, I, I mentioned another award that they're both uh, award-winning, Elden Ring. I, I, the last time I played any type of game of that style was uh, Dark Souls 1. I hated it. I, I rented it at a red box. I hated it. I took it back. I was just like, why the hell would I want to play a game that is this challenging and that is going to just make me want to rip my hair out? Uh, and I just, uh, that's what Dark Souls 1 did to me back in the day. I just not was not up for that type of experience in a game. I just wanted to play arcade games or shooter games and stuff mm. like that back then. So when Elden Ring came along, I remember I was excited for it, but I didn't expect to put in that amount of time. And I remember like it kind of started to build like when I first played it. Like I was like, oh okay, like or when we saw the the previews or whatever, and we saw what it was going to be. But then when we saw like the reviews come out, I remember we said, Oh, we got to play this game. Like we got to try it. Yeah, this is yeah. a potential like game changing game. They and I mean, it, other like, yeah. And it was right. But I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Like, and that, that kind of is putting these, those kind of games like now more on my radar where anything that comes out in that style from here on out, like I'm going to be looking at mm -hmm. uh, possibly picking up. Um, the only other one I could think of would be Destiny. Uh, Destiny was one that Jed put me onto, and I liked it because I knew I, I knew I was gonna enjoy it because uh, there was a beta, and it was very simple. It was only like one little level or whatever, and it was cool. But from what I what I enjoyed initially to like the sheer amount of time that I ended up putting into that game, like ridiculous. Like I, I invested so much time in that game. I was on that game all the time, uh, you know, carrying people in raids, uh, you know, trying to teach people mechanics and stuff like that. Just, uh, uh, I loved it enough to where it made me like step outside my comfort zone and just, learn like talk to people invite them to raids uh friend them on xbox like you know i i would do that before but not like to the extent that i did in that game because like it was very much a social game uh and that kind of led me to i think the last game i would bring up that made me miss out on when all of you guys started to pick up overwatch mm -hmm. and i kind of didn't i i remember i played here and there a little bit but i never got like super into it and then post Kind of when I stopped playing Destiny, I picked up Overwatch and that game also, like, I just, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and, and by that time, I still remember the whole Overwatch thing. Uh, 2016, Clifford Fit at Leroy's, and we had a squad, me, Leroy, Daniel, Omar, 
Uh, my boy Rob used to play with us also. And the six was always was always interchangeable. I think even Ricky actually played a couple of times. And, um, you know, we're trying to get a squad on there and stuff like that. And we played it for we played it for quite a quite a quite a while, and then there was like a year two year thing where nobody really played it anymore. And 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 I always played it like that. For some, I was always I was hooked like day one. And it was that game. My casual game became Overwatch, and I just play quick play games. And I played by myself. Dan, Daniel actually played it a lot of times too. Daniel it was Daniel's just quick play game, also casual, just kind of play. And Daniel actually played it just as long as I did. Um, as a matter of fact, the time you got on it and stuff like that, me and Daniel were still kind of trying. Barely, barely playing with each other at this point. Daniel was already kind of falling out there, and then you kind of came in, which I was, I was real excited for. So, obviously, when Rico came in, it just some supplanted. I just kept going with it, and just kept going, and never looked back. So, a hundred, one hundred and thirty-four days played Destiny One. One hundred and thirty-four days. Yeah. Was that over over three thousand hours? Yeah. I know you have over three thousand. Yeah, well, 134 days. That's 24 by 134. <laughs> <It's a> <laughs> lot, <laughs> but uh, yeah, those, I I I would uh, I would probably have to say Destiny and Overwatch are the two that I like. They just have taken over or over uh, Destiny at one point, and I still follow. Like, there's a podcast that I listen to every week. About like what's going on in Destiny, what changes are coming, and stuff like that. What's new? What people are excited about? Uh, so even though I'm not playing, like I'm still invested in that game. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. And Overwatch too. Overwatch too. I I consume a lot of content, streams, YouTube videos. I'm always yeah. up to date with like the the changes that are coming. Uh, patch notes right away. Like I send them to Marcus. Like whenever I see them drop, if or I know like if I'm if I don't uh, catch them, I know Marcus always will post them also in the Discord. So I would probably say Overwatch and Destiny, uh, just because. I, well, actually, over I was gonna say because the other two are are award winning games, but Overwatch is too. So <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's still good. Right? We we play. We have a good time. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash anything Overwatch because. I I still love that game hands down. Um, so continuing on, um, a little a couple more. There's a couple of goofy questions. I'm just kind of curious as to what the answers might be here, um, and it, and, it, and they're very simplistic. Um, if you had to marry the last video game character you played, who would it be? If I had to marry the last video game character I played, <laughs> is it what? It's a 2K, right? You just got. You, you got I, I was gonna say my my 2K character. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wanted to ask. I was like, oh, so what game? What was the last game you played? That's actually, game. actually, no. Right before, right before we were gonna start recording, I was playing a game of. Uh, I I logged into Overwatch and I was playing a uh, gun game. I was playing gun game, and I. I used, I got a kill as Life Weaver, and then I got a kill as somebody else, and then I was stuck on Mercy, so it would be Mercy! <laughs> I mean, let me, let me kind of, nah, I, I couldn't pull that either. Because um, I, I did play, I, I was playing Power Wash Simulator earlier, but the good thing was is that right before uh, I told Rick, oh, you know, because we, we had planned a podcast, and I did, I did turn on Zelda for maybe like 15 20 minutes just because I was doing something on the new area that I just explored. So I guess Link would have to be my answer, and I'm not going to hate on him. Link's my boy. Um, and by that token, the next question was, if you had to live in the last game you played, what world would it be? So I'd be over there stuck in um, 
Hyrule. So, yeah. but in your case, you'd, you'd be stuck over in Overwatch. Workshop, what is that workshop editor mode or what is it? What's it called? Yeah, it, it's ba- just a platform. It wasn't just, just a little platform. So <laughs> I, would, I would have to live there with people trying to kill each other. <laughs> I'm, I, okay, so next one. I might have asked this question. Um, I, I'm a while back, but again, if, if I have refreshed my memory, have you ever had a crush on a video game character? Have I ever had a crush on a video game character? Uh... I know it's, 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 it's curious. I know growing up, obviously, like we had polygons and three-dimensionals, right, with N64s and stuff like that. And then, you know, PlayStation 1 and 2 came out and, you know, people played, what, some of the older characters, you know, like even OG Zelda or Twilight Princess Zelda, people would kind of fawn over her or Samus and on from the Wii version and stuff like that. So, you know, you know, oddly enough, I I do not think I ever had a crush on a video game character growing up because I, I think back to my childhood and there really wasn't anyone. I was more of like, like put give me like a movie. There I would have like, oh my god, like. Like I would have a crush like on a on a movie character, but not not video games. I don't think video games I ever <laughs> I ever developed that. I I remember when I was really young, uh, when Oliver and Company uh, was out. I loved Jenny. Jenny. Remember that movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember I loved Jenny from from Oliver and Company. Okay, respectable, respectable. I'm trying to remember. But video games, no, man. I don't, I don't know. I, I know. I know. I think we had this conversation a while back, right? Like, when, like, anime waifus, people go, people go crazy and they'll tell you exactly and they'll know exactly. You know, we, we got ours and, and stuff like that. They'll know exactly what you're talking about. But, and then I think, aren't you the one who put it? I was like, what about video game waifus? And we realized that, you know, yeah, they're kind of there, but it's kind of like there's not very, no, I guess there's not very many. You know what I mean? But like, you know, and I guess obviously some games, you know, sexualize their character, characters. You know what I found? I, I remember. I remember one now. Who? Uh, Ada Wong. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, that. Duh. Yeah. yeah, back duh. in the day, back. It's because I'm thinking like way back in the day, and like no, uh, there there are a lot of uh, there are a lot now like of waifus and stuff like oh, yeah. with, now there is. With stuff with stuff getting more modern. But back in the day, like I don't know, that really wasn't a thing. Like you mentioned the graphics back then to now like now you see so much more uh you know a female figure and stuff like that so now it's so much easier to say wow you know uh chun li like recent the recent chun li hey chun li chun li had a following growing up too man like <laughs> she actually did in the in the og yeah so I don't know. I guess if I had to pick one, I would say Ada Wong because I, I always loved Ada Wong. Yeah, I, I'm by all means. Strangely enough, because as, and again, Zelda is just everything, right? Um, but when it comes to video games, it's always just kind of Zelda or um, and when her, in this case, Zelda, right? Just in general. But, there, you know, some of the other ones um, and not even, I know people always went crazy for Lara Croft and um, Who's the other one? Lara Croft and Chun-Li and whatever. One of the ones that nobody really talked about, and for some reason, for some reason, and Jed will agree with me on this, right, is Ochi Cortana. 
I guess, right? Because Xbox, Xbox was was there, and Cortana had a honestly her voice actress, her voice. She has a very nice, strong, pleasant voice, and you know, you're a 14, 13 year old kid, and it gives you shudders. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that was that was that was also one of the ones. Uh, you know, people people kind of go crazy over Princess Peach, also, but you know, that was never one. But you know, Zelda obviously being the first one, and um, Lara Croft. I actually never was never a fan of of Lara Croft, but for so Cortana though, for some reason, especially with the with the Xbox, because Xbox was actually a big part of my childhood over over PlayStation. Strangely enough, you you know, now that you mentioned like space stuff, uh, Mass Effect Two, Miranda Lawson also was another one. That was amazing, <laughs> an amazing video game character. Yeah, I, I think I remember you mentioning it because I, yeah, I've, I've tried those Mass Effect games many times, and they just they just don't hit, man. Yeah, they're 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 amazing, especially part two, man. Part two is just something else. It, it was up, it was up there, and I remember in that top five hundred uh, games list, it was way up there, uh, with good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- and that's just one of the things like and in that game that game was different i think too because you could choose who you could romance yeah so you had all these options with her being kind of like the bad girl of uh of the group or one of the bad girls of the group because i remember there's also another one that's probably even crazier than her so <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to give that one a try again at some point I- i'm trying you see but again my my issue was I'm terco, right? Or in this case, I'm 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 very um, selfish in this regard. I have to play them one, two, three, and these guys tell me, just get, just don't play one, don't play, just get into two. And I and I and I started two, but it's just a matter of me now just kind of getting into it. So uh, I know it's on, uh, it's on was Game Pass or the EA Pass or one of those, right? I think so. Uh, yeah, I think so. So that's that's where I kind of and, and it's the it's there's the. Uh... There's like the remake, the remaster trilogy now. So that's true. That's true. They're they're a little bit better quality now. All right. So, what, in your opinion, mm-hmm. what is the best games console? What is the best game console? Ooh. Yeah, best game console. PC, no, PC, only PC. No, no. Uh, that, that, that's going yeah, to lead yeah. to my next question. No, so uh best game console. Okay, so for me personally, in your opinion, one that you know whether you wish and go back and play, uh whether it's one of the modern ones right now, whether it's one of the ones you can experience for the first time all over again. So it's hard, it's hard for me not to pick I feel like I have to go with something Nintendo because you take away Nintendo and you take away Pokemon from me. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. uh if I had to pick one of the Nintendo consoles. Hmm. The game it's, dude. I have two. Two in mind. And it, it's fair for me, I think. Well, it's fair now for me. Just because a lot of these games are being um imported to Switch. Of you yeah. know, the entire library and stuff like that. I know, I know Switch. I, I I love my Switch. I love everything they're doing with it. But it's just as far as kind of like the more so the amount of time I had now compared to you know growing up. But you know you have you make more money now than you did, and you have more money now than you did growing up. So it's kind of you know, yeah. I I feel like I'm I'm pulling myself in two di- different directions. Like I'm looking at it from like my perspective now of like 
performance. Uh, I guess it's funny to mention performance with the Switch, but like being able to play it handheld, then put it up on my TV and take it with me everywhere I go, uh, coupled with the eventuality that I think we're probably going to get most Pokemon games on the Switch eventually. Uh, we'll, we'll do, they'll do like the backward compatibility thing sooner or later like i'm gonna be able to play most of my games on my switch uh my pokemon games on my switch like with uh with nso or if they do like some kind of pokemon app uh just for pokemon uh heads or whatever uh and you know we're getting a lot of remakes we're we're going we're getting into that like resident evil thing uh or i guess actually we've been doing it before resident evil where we get like a new game and then a remake and then a new game and then a remake so they're all coming to Switch eventually, and I'm actually really excited because up next is going to be Gen, Gen Five. So I'm hear a lot of super, over, right? I'm super excited. Yeah, Gen that's Five. Been, I've been hearing a lot of yeah. A well, that, yeah, that, uh, that's up next because we we just had a Gen Four remake. Oh, that's right. We just had Gen Four, so up next is Gen Five. So I'm I'm super pumped for that. Uh, but then I don't I I don't know if anything will ever be as sweet as being like a little kid. With my N64. Like, I love, don't get me wrong, I love playing games, but there was just something about being a kid and turning on your N64. I remember I would take off one of my pillowcases and throw all my games, controllers in there, and my parents would go drop me off at uh, Ricky Leroy and Omar's, and we would play all weekend. Smash, 007, uh, we would play uh, Donkey Kong. We would play uh, everything, dude. Just we could go, 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 go. Nowadays, like certain games come out and I can play them like with any like free time I have, I can just be on it. But I can't do it the way I used to. Yeah. Uh, You know, after a while, I got to take a break. I'm like, okay, I got to go do something else. Uh, Let me go outside, uh, jump in, go, go out and exercise or jump in the pool or go play with my dogs for a little bit, clean up a little bit. So I don't know. It's like the nostalgia versus like, I think which I think like the more modern best best experience like up to date. Uh, I guess I guess I have to go with the Switch. Switch. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to cop out and go with the Switch. Yeah, and again, I I don't blame you. Obviously, the Switch kind of does. I'm I'm really loving what's doing. Just and, and people complain about remaster remakes. When it comes to bringing old games to be able to play them now and enjoy them like i did when i was little that just it does everything for me and which kind of brings me to you know the best what i guess in my case the best game console that i just you know and again i know the n64 uh was a, was for again groundbreaking a lot i don't rem- we had a lot of games for the n64 strangely enough um beat them i do remember the ones that that were more um i guess iconic and the ones that really uh, made an impact right um, on my on my games. I've been gaming since I was like five years old, man. Since the Super Nintendo and stuff like that, and I I, I never looked back. So I've tried my best to play everything and anything I could. I know a lot of times, you know, my parents uh, wouldn't buy me as many games as I wish they could, but they started doing so when I actually um, turned when I was like eleven or twelve. Which kind of brings me to you know just my best video game console just experiences. Honestly, honestly, was uh, my Game Boy Advance and my GameCube. 
they came out within months of each other. The lifespan was, ele- I was 11, all the way up, I think, to like 15 or 16 years old. Was I think the week, the week came out when I was 16 or so. And I love the Wii too. But just as far as like the games and, and just the way it made me feel, um, my Game Boy Advance was just, I had a bunch of games. The Zeldas, the Mega Mans, the Golden Suns, the Fire Emblems. You know, a lot of those first games. And, and, and they still hold up just because of, of, of the type of games they are. Top-down polygon, you know, not polygons, just uh, 2D figures that you're just kind of traversing. And the Game Boy Advance just blew my mind. And then GameCube, I, man, I Wind Waker, uh, Pokemon Gale of Darkness. And uh, you had Luigi's Mansion, the... Uh, Twilight Princess even came out for GameCube, and I went had the GameCube, and we released. Like I was just, you know, Super Monkey Ball. I played those a lot. So, and strangely enough, the my my Game Boy Advance cartridges, I made it a point. I, that's why I loved my DS, my my OG DS. I still have my OG DS to this day because it plays Game Boy Advance cartridges. I have my Game Boy Advance SP, but I will play on my DS, and I have not charged that son of a bitch in about a year, a year and a half. You press the on button and it still turns on with a green light. Blows my mind. And yeah, like just to kind of experience those Game Boy Advance games. So I, you know, I probably would say the DS, I guess, over my Game Boy Advance just because I'm able to play them. And I was able to play them when I was just obviously, you know, just peak of my gaming career, right? Where you're just kind of playing everything and you're able to have the time and a little bit of money just to buy a game here and there whenever you could. I uh, compared to now where games are just being pushed out, pushed out, pushed out. Um, again, I, it's, I don't, I, I didn't go for the switch just because I did use that nostalgia factor, right? It kind of just kind of played a big part into it. But like I said, like I have over 60 switch games. Um, if you count the ones I have downloaded, I'm probably at 70 something and whether I get through them, I don't know, but the fact that I have them and I can play them and, you know, a lot of these games that I have not been able to play, you know, and I can, it's amazing. I'm just waiting for the ogre battle and a golden sun i've been i've been clamoring for those I, I we got tactics ogre on switch now and that one came out for the og playstation so that was that's that's awesome so um yeah you know just those consoles just just your childhood you know what i mean Every, everything from the n64 the ds game Boy advance gamecube um yeah. and, and those really kind of hit it you know what i mean you know the 3ds was also a really good one for me for pokemon i played a lot of 3ds pokemon uh, you know what? Now that I think of it, the Switch actually has, I think, the most Pokemon games. Probably. Uh, yeah, because I played because what the the OG had red, red and blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal. I mean, color. I think I I st- I didn't. Oh. I never had a Game Boy. I went to color. So mm-hmm. I had red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal. Uh, two of those are pretty much copies of the first game. Of the originals, but uh, you know, just kind of like a little better, little bit better version. Uh, Ruby Sapphire, Fire Green, Fire and Leaf uh, were both on Advance. Diamond Pearl was on DS, so it was Platinum, Hard Gold, so Silver. So that's five. Uh, Black White Two was also, so that's seven, eight. No. Yeah, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So that was actually nine games on the DS. 3DS was X and Y, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire. But so far we've had the Let's Go series, which are two games. Sword and Shield, another two games, so that's four. Our first DLCs, which was two of them. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, another two games. Arceus and Scarlet and Violet. And we're expecting uh, one more DLC. And I don't know if we'll get one more game, or actually two more DLCs. And then one more game before 
possibly before the next Switch comes out, or maybe it'll launch on the new Switch. In the next year, maybe you think within the year. Yeah, well, we might. Well, we would. We'll probably get some kind of remake or some kind of something this year. So we'll get one more Pokemon game uh, this year uh, on this Switch, and then I don't know if we'll launch with a new generation or we'll launch a new generation on the next Switch, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what else? You know what else is very special too. That uh, I know it started on on the 3DS, and now it's come up into the Switch. Uh, Pokemon Home and Pokemon. What did it, it used to be? Pokemon Bank. Being right. able to move move over like Pokemon that you had like from way back, and being able to use like some of the Pokemon that I won championships with in my other games and stuff like that. Uh, that that's cool. That's cool. Like being able to just bring them all forward, mm-hmm. and then now Pokemon Go. No, it's 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 great. So yeah, yeah I, I I stick by the Switch. Switch is my pick. <laughs> so with that said, are PC gamers really superior to console gamers? Uh in shooters. No, I know. In shooters, I think I, the it, answer is is yes. I'm saying. I'm saying. However. Yeah. You gotta take everything into account. If sh- shooters can, shooters can be like a point for PC, they can. I, I'll, g- I'll give you that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give the people what they want. And Andrew, and if Andrew's listening, I know what Andrew would say. So you know, Andrew would say, "Oh, you peasants!" And Andrew, <laughs> this you, you see, the thing is, the thing is, I think. Uh, I think unless you're a special case, the answer is probably I I wouldn't say the gamers are superior, but I feel like the experience is because you know, you have the FPS, you have, you know, your performance is 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 okay. Now your performance is better, but your performance is potentially better if you're going to put in the money. Right, mm-hmm. uh, with more modern games, and yes, the shooting experience with the keyboard and mouse is very feels very much superior. Like once you learn it, uh, it's very hard to go back to shooting things with my with my uh, with my controller. But if I want to play with a controller, I can just plug it in. Mm-hmm. I can just plug it in. I can just uh, put it. Now, the reason I said uh, unless it's special cases, you know, we're at a point now where we're starting to get like some Sony exclusives on on uh pc but we're still not at a point where we're being able to play nintendo games so i want to say yes but if you're a zelda fan like you if you're a pokemon fan like me or up until a couple years ago if you were all about the sony games like if you can't play the games that you love then why right Mm -hmm. exactly you know uh but that being said, like there is something to it because you buy a game and you have it forever. Like I I I bought Modern Warfare 2 way back when. I can still log in, I can still play it. I've never had to rebuy it. There is no there's never been a question of like with with Steam, like there's never been a question of like was well, it backwards compatible? Like we've had already with three generations of Xbox that we've that we've gone through already. Uh I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a really tough question. I think it just depends on on what your fandom is. I I I want to yeah. say yes, but I have Great to say answer. no. 
Yeah. I, I I feel like I want to say yes, but I have to say no because I am a Pokemon head. Yeah. Uh, and it makes sense, right? Wherever your fandom lies, I think that's just, that's going to be where you're going to be regardless, right? Like, like you know, I, I'm a Zelda head. You know, it's not going to take away, you know, my experiences from other games that I, I other, my, my other favorite games that I really, really enjoy. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, you know, I'm a Zelda head because of Pokemon head. It doesn't mean that, you know, uh, I'm not going to not play a Persona game or any type of anime game, and Rico's not going to not play Elden Ring or Rico's not going to not play, you know, Overwatch. In my case, Overwatch also, you know what I mean? So just you know, different concepts like that, you know. And Overwatch, it took a while, but we transitioned over to PC. And, and I'll still play Overwatch on my on my Xbox. That's still one of my casual games on my Xbox. I'll play arcade or or, or quick play or whatever. And when I'm just kind of just shooting the shit, sitting down, trying to relax and you know, then you get real competitive on quick play. And no, I usually practice. Like, I don't, I, I stop really caring, you know, like on quick play, I'll practice with guys I suck with. And I, I will try, but I won't be real sweaty as quickly, you know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, great answer, dude. I really like that, right? Wherever your fandom lies, baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then good thing. And this is going to lead to my next question, right? Video games in general, you know, in my case, I've always played video games um for their story single player experiences have always been my favorite experiences are they still my favorite experiences uh i do wish i can actually go back and play more on my single player games um whether it's on my my, my playstation or whether it's on my switch there's a lot of of single player experiences that i want to get engrossed in right but you know rico and i play and uh, i was watching this, this facebook video and it's like um the guy, it, it's it's two buddies. I don't know if you've seen it, right? It's two buddies, and it, it, the, I guess the guy's kind of streaming, and he says, "Man, I suck, man. Why do you play with me, dude? Like, I suck." And the, and his buddy on the mic starts laughing. He goes, "Nah, man." He says, "It's all right." He goes, "Playing games with you is better than anything that I could be doing or winning in this game." And and the song's playing in the background, and you see the guy's face, and the guy just it's kind of stunned a little bit. He's just like, "Wow," and he kind of looks off to the side, and he kind of gets, he drinks his water, or whatever. He's just like. Like wow, thanks, man. And and the guy goes, yeah, man. Like, and I was like, damn, yeah, that, that's powerful shit right there, dude. I gotta say it to you, it, uh, I saved it. I was gonna say it to you. It's very heartfelt. Like at the at the end of the day, you play multiplayer experiences because you enjoy playing with your friends. Me, like you know, when I really love those nights uh, where we um where it's me, you, and again, and I play with Rico. I play Overwatch, and we play uh gunfire and we you know we will try out any other game and omar always you know lately it's usually been me omar rico occasionally rudy will still pop in so uh we'll play alex will pop in occasionally for all the same uh, same time too right and andrew will come and talk so the people who get online uh, are still the same people who get online unfortunately the number of people from way before it's kind of increasingly not smaller but i really really enjoy and i hate missing those moments where my buddies are online you know and i'll check discord i see four or five people online oh shoot you know like i freak out like oh everybody's online you know i get real excited real giddy like oh let, let me get out like i want to chat with the guys and if even i'm not playing anything we'll talk and you know like those nights with friday the 13th and among us like like honestly i know those were just like random nights to some people but just as a player as a gamer as a person those are some of my favorite just night staying up till four or four thirty and laughing and playing and raging with Friday the 13th and Among Us and just kind of going at it because we were playing with eight of us. Nine of us would make it a point to get together and get on and just have fun. And like those are those are very memorable moments for me. You know what I mean? And it's kind of guess just I guess the question is, right, 
what kind of brings out your passion for gaming. And I, I know my, mine's still stories. I, I, I will always hold stories, but multiplayer experiences and kind of just what they mean and what they are and just, you know, you understand what I'm saying, right? Like, I'm just not, I, I'm not just, you know, talking, right? I, I mean, I'm just talking, right? But, I, you know, you catch my drift? Mm, I think so. I think I think what you're trying to get at is like, what is it that, uh, what kind of like gets your gears going, like when in terms of like a game, right? That's not multiplayer. What about that? That you well, in this case, that is multiplayer because again, you know, I, oh, that well, is multiplayer. Was it like you know a single player experience, a multiplayer experience? Kind of, I, I guess more so what what they mean to you, right? My single player experiences are always those storyline games. My multiplayer experiences, regardless of we suck, you know, I see you guys online, see Daniel, Omar, you know, all of us, and we're, we're, we're playing and, you know, we make it a point and we don't do that as often anymore. You know what I mean? And, and I've always appreciated those nights. And we even played, what are they called? Um, those mini games? Jackbox. We even played Jackbox games and just party games where we often just enjoy each other's company. And we do enjoy each other's company. And I just, I've, I've, I've always really appreciated that more so when it comes to the multiplayer experiences. And, and I think that's just something that a lot of people don't really think about. It's the kind of stuff that's kind of just lost in, in, in just lost in thought that people just, just don't realize how much it might mean to somebody. And, and I'm saying it now just because, you know, but it's, it's always been a lot whenever I see everybody online and those nights where we play. And people are getting off at three, three thirty, and people are trying to struggle to just one more game and one more game. You know, what I mean, it's always fun. Um, so, I guess the question is, right? What, what would, a, what's a single player experience to you? What's a multiplayer experience to you? Well, I mean, uh, honestly, like in the multi, in, when when you talk about multiplayer, like with our friend group, uh, it, I don't think it matters what we're playing, like. If we're just on there, there's even sometimes where we're playing different things. Two of us are playing this, three of us are playing that. Two of us aren't playing anything. We're just in there chatting. Uh, with the with the with the multiplayer experience, it, it really doesn't matter. Is like the right answer. What about uh, what if we're playing but, and we're down thirty? Yeah, well, it, it really it, it really doesn't matter. And not to say that there's aren't things that are frustrating. Because, yeah, dude, I enjoy those times too. <laughs> but 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 uh, you know we don't we don't well. Typically, not all of us take it that serious. But there is there is a time or two where one of us is uh, trying a little bit harder than the rest of us, and it, exactly. it, it, and, it and it changes and it changes I love because, it. because I've been there too, where I'm like. I get real quiet and I'm just not having a good time anymore. And everybody else is laughing, joking around, picking on each other. So I've been that guy before. And I think we've all been there at one point yeah, or another when it comes to I 2K. Love, I love but, that you said typically and you stopped and you 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 enunciated typically. <laughs> yeah, typically. Oh, that, was, one, that was good, dude. Typically, there's, good. there's someone that's not having a good time. But for the most <laughs> part, like just being together in a game and the last, the last, uh, things that i enjoy really or the things i enjoy the most are probably actually 2k when we're all playing 2k or oh no or when we're all playing like a shooter we're all playing some kind of shooter together because i think we all uh i don't think we take shooters as serious as we used to back in the day but uh you know whether it's a game of overwatch or like lately that we've been playing 2k again uh i mean 2k uh call of duty again uh, Omar and I were actually talking to uh, Omar actually asked me today, like, what is your favorite Call of Duty of all time? And I told him, I think 
my first Call of Duty and my, nostal- my nostalgia glasses want to say Modern Warfare 2 because that was my first one. But Modern Warfare 3 like was where it was at because we were all of us who like most of our group was playing. Uh, we would play a lot together and we would uh, when they introduced that face off mode where it forced you to be in game chat like it just made it just took everything to another level where you like were talking trash. I remember there was a thing. Uh, our clan tag was always SBZ, but there was a practice that you would do in face-off where if you were like on a hot streak where you were going, where you were beating every team, you would change your clan tag to like, okay, we won like five games. So we're going to change our clan tag to five and oh, okay. Now we won like three more games. Okay. 53 and oh, I mean, three more games, like eight and oh, and then you get to 50. I think the highest we got was like 40, 40 or 50 games that we won in a row on threes. It was pretty crazy. Uh, so yeah, you know, multi multiplayer experience like to me is just shooting the shit and just hanging out because like you know at this point we all kind of have we're all still a group but we all have our own lives going on. Mm-hmm. So being able to log on like it's it's amazing nowadays. You log on like you mentioned, you see some people in Discord, you see you see that somebody's online, you see that there's a group of people online, and it's like, dude, my friends, you got you, you got to get on right because it, it doesn't happen it doesn't happen as often. So when it, it happens, it, you just want to you just want to be part of that again. You know what I mean? It's essentially like a hangout. You know, like it's yeah. it's, it's like a, just hanging out. Uh, so that's what it is. I mean, just 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 chilling with the guys and talking trash and just laughing together and stuff like that is really just what multiplayer is. But, uh, yeah, I, I still love, uh, working together, like in, in, uh, in overwatch, like when, uh, we also have those rough nights in overwatch, like we do in 2k sometimes, but, uh, <laughs> but there is something to it when like everything goes right and we win that, that 2k game or we win that, that crazy overwatch, uh, you know comp game or whatever it's just it's just the best there's nothing like it uh now switching over to single player uh you know pokemon is always going to be pokemon so that's always that that's a separate thing mm. but i think i think like for other types of games i think <clears throat> there's something something about creating a character and playing it in your style and just being able to to say like i'm 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 playing this build like this is my style this is how i want my character to be whether it's like more of gun focused more power focused uh a tank kind of character uh a uh a like uh what do you call it glass cannon type character like mm-hmm. just where the games nowadays like that you can have builds and stuff like that are just super appealing to me when it comes to to uh to games uh so for me it's more like the gameplay and mechanics rather than story because honestly like there's some games that I'll, I'll be addicted to and i just hold b or i i i hold space bar or escape like i don't give a shit what these people are talking about i don't want to know what you're talking about i just want to get back into the fight and i want to grind for the gear that's going to help my build or i want to unlock more skill points so i can get that new like fireball ability or uh i want to be able to charge in there with my character and like mass effect style kind of stuff like to me it's about building your character like rounding out your character to where like you he is the guy that you envision Mm -hmm. so to me that's what the single player experience is which makes perfect sense and i i knew that (laughs) i knew that has a single player experience ever like 
I don't want to say made you cry, but at least kind of like brought you to tears a little bit. Or ha- have you ever played a story that that's done anything like that for you? Yeah, uh, Ocarina of Time because it was so bad. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I, I I don't think I've ever cried in a game. Again, like going back to the uh, the crush thing. Like I gave some I gave some video game characters that I could say are crushes, but I I don't think I've ever gotten as invested in games or growing up anyways like invested like that in a game that i did like in a in a movie or a show or something like that because if you ask me movies and shows holy shit oh, there's, yeah. a bunch. there's a bunch For but sure. in a game in a game i don't think so hmm. i do have one I, well, I, I'll I, I'll, I'll, give me give me some time and as you're as you're if you're talking about yours like maybe it maybe something will will come up but uh as of right now i don't think so well, I mean, in my case, I've, I've always, this is a very recent experience. Uh, near, near Automata was almost one. That one, that one did something. Um, it was just stunned. I guess stunned me, like, uh, as far as like the story and then the, the creative approach that the director took with it. You know, it, 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 it brought me, it brought me to, I guess, water eyes, but I never really cried. The one that just blew my mind and I actually watched the ending of this. I've seen it at least five times. Um, and I put a lot of hours into the game, over a hundred some, um, and it, it, it's kind of given Melanie a PTSD a little bit just because of um, the song. The song plays. Uh, it's Persona Five. Persona Five. If you play Royale and you get to the ending with uh, with, well, I don't want to say the guy's name in case anybody wants to play it, but the boss at the very end, not the one from the main game. I'm talking about the one from Royale, the exclusive boss, the extra stuff. That boss, and it's more so because it's the voice actor. It was actually the voice actor who passed away. Uh, Billy was it Billy Krentz? I don't remember his last name. He, uh, it's the voice actor who played um, Shield Hero in, in the anime, in the English one. Um, he 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 did pass away from from I believe it was cancer a few years ago, and one of his last roles was this guy. And holy hell! The emotion that this guy gives and it's just as you're watching it and it's kind of like what he wants for the world and stuff like that and it's just the delivery whew, man it, sh- it, sh- it shakes it, it it's just everything that happens and the way he speaks and then the music everything kind of sets, sets itself up sets itself up to the point where i'm not crying i'm crying because like this is legit i shed a tear because i felt i felt so sorry for this for this guy like i felt sorry for him and his delivery and the character in the game and i said oh my god i said what an experience dude like i remember just being just wow and as a matter of fact um and the reason it's fresh in my mind is because i did go for a run this was about three days ago four days ago and um for some reason i do have the the, the persona soundtrack and the song came out and Every time a song comes out, I just have to watch it. I saw it and I said, man, dude, it, I, it chills every single time. So good. So good. So um, if you're curious as to what the hell I'm talking about, go play uh, Persona 5 Royale. Get to that ending. Or if you're not, just go watch the ending and listen to a masterful uh, voice work from from um, the, the main character. Um, Billy Kometz. Yeah, that was right. Billy Kometz is his name because, damn good stuff man so but yeah uh did you think of anything or kind of, I, I, I still don't think i still don't think i can have i can say that a game outright made me cry uh one that that did shake me though was uh 
I don't know. I don't know how much you remember or how much you played through Gears of War. Yeah, yeah, I played the first four. Four. The first three. four. Okay, so uh, there in Gears of War two, uh, not our main character, but like our side character, his, Dom? like he, he, yeah, Dom, he loses his wife. Maria, right? Uh, Maria, yes. I, and, see, I do remember. <laughs> and also in that game, like that sucked. Like seeing that, I was like, "Oh, that that sucks, right?" Uh, but then, in in that game as well, there's this badass character that you're like, uh, that you uh, come across. His name is uh, Kai, I think his name is, or Ty. His name Kai or Ty? I I don't remember. But uh, what happens is. He gets captured by the locust and he's tortured. And then you find him and you free him, but you can tell like this guy's not right. Like he's all messed up, just mumbling and stuff like that. And you're freeing him and you're like, you're like, uh, we got you, man. Like, like, uh, we'll clean you up or whatever. And we say like, let's get out of here. And you hand him a shotgun and he puts it to his head and just takes his own life. And I remember I was like, I was like, fuck, like, this guy's supposed to be a badass, like, and they messed him up, like, that bad to where he's just, like, just end it, please. Like, he just ended it. So, that that messed me up a little bit, but more shocked me than, than uh, shocking experiences, man, dude. Oh, yeah. Then, like, made me cry. I don't think I've ever cried, but that, I remember that. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Let's see. I, I, his, let me see. I think his thing was Gears. Hi, I, yeah, I Ty? yeah, Ty Kaliso. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. It was, it, it was gotcha. <laughs> uh, so it's been about a minute. Uh, it's been about an hour and 20 minutes. So I'm going to ask one more question. Um, we, I skipped a round, skipped a bunch. Like I said, I knew these questions were going to kind of get us on tangent. And sure enough, they did. Um, we can come back to them too. So, oh, by all means, there's there's plenty. I do want to finish up with the last one. I just got to make a mental note of which ones I asked and didn't ask, but I've done. But, but to end our discussion, right, and in and, and very um, video game fashion, would you give up video games for life if they would give you a million dollars cash? Damn. <laughs> Think about what that means, though. No, I mean, I, I feel like it's an easy answer for me. That's I, I, I don't really feel, I don't feel like that's enough for me to give up something that makes me as happy as they do. Which is an excellent point because, again, video game, and I know some people, oh, you know, and, and, and you see it online a lot, right? Video games, people tend to kind of say, oh, they're for kids or for kids. No, if they're for kids, they wouldn't be making them for grown-ass men, right? They wouldn't have a rating system for that. They wouldn't be doing all these things. And there's there is still kind of a small stigma that video games are they kind of really don't amount to anything and but for us it's they they're stress relievers they're they they're they engross us in these stories they bring us and our friends you know a little bit closer together sometimes when especially when we all again like we could mention kind of living our separate lives so when our friends are online it's a, it's a time to come and get online and talk a bit right catch up so they, I've always felt they've they've done more for me than just about anything. Hell, I attribute video games to uh, my problem solving skills. Uh, you know, I just growing up and just being able to kind of solve these things. I thought it did wonders for my cognitive skills. You know what I mean? Um, even if you're kind of learning the language and stuff like that, I kind of had a conversation there at my training this morning. So, oh, um, what's the best way for a student to uh, to learn the language? And I'm all like, 
They're like old school. Now he says, no, man, you throw, give them a book, have them watch a movie, have them play a game. I guarantee you they do that a couple of times. You know, they will start learning the language more because they're interested in those things. You know what I mean? It's immersion. That's what's it called, right? So at the end of the day, video games are what we make them. And about means, I, I totally agree. I would not give up playing video games yeah, it, for anything. You know it I mean? does. It, it, yeah, and you're right. It has that stigma, but it's no different than like, Watching TV, going oh, to the movies, movies going yeah. out dancing. Uh, if you love to work out, like if there's something in your life that makes you happy, like why give that up, like for money? You know, if you know, I, I understand that there's some people that would probably say, "Hell yeah!" Like, oh yeah, uh, I need that money or something like that. But luckily, uh, I'm not in a situation where I'm like that in that in that place. I'm not in a place in my life where I need that. Uh, you know, but I think there is there is something to like. What would be your number? I think that oh, yeah. would that yeah, would be it, better, yeah. because because everybody hey, has a number, I, no matter what it is. No, no matter what it is, everybody <laughs> has a number. You okay, know what I mean? That's a better question. That's a better question to wrap up. What's your number? So no, well, I, I don't. I really don't know. <laughs> I I wouldn't even know, man, because like at the end of the day, you're still putting a price on happiness. But how much is enough? Like. <laughs> Because in my case, and, and and this is my rationale, like, hey, you throw in, you throw in like half a billion dollars, right, right in front of me, and you say you can't play video games anymore. I, I got, I'll, I'll watch anime for the rest of my life. I'll play card games and buy cards, and you know, I'll, I'll do those things instead, right? Like, you know what I mean? I, I do have different hobbies, but video games, and I, I, I said it, I've said it in previous podcasts, and I still say it to this day. Video games has always been my number one, like. And I think you, I think we you, you even asked that question in one of our previous discussions. Video, you asked me video games or anime, and I say, shoot, that's a hard one. I, I, and 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 every time I get asked that question, I always have this internal fight with myself. But ultimately, video games will always barely, barely get above it, just because it's what I still do. And you know what I mean? Like I, I'm gonna be watching anime and playing video games until the day I die. I can be 67 years old. I'll obviously do this. I might have arthritis a little bit, right? But I'll still be, I'll still be pressing buttons and, you know, hopefully being able to move with the fast reflexes. <laughs> hopefully, right? Uh, I know. I, I'm trying to picture you saying like, I need healing. But like hey, old man Marcus. Yeah, dude. Hey, damn kid. You me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll carry you guys. I'm Diva main. Hey, it's already Overwatch 6 by that point. I barely Overwatch. It's barely going to be Overwatch 3 you know, the way they're rolling it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Rico says, okay, everybody has a number. I, I personally couldn't put a number on watch, it. Watch this bomb. I'm going to this bomb. <laughs> I'm gonna line it up. <laughs> it's already. I and now I'm gonna get in trouble for holding my ult because I never, I never busted it out. I'm too old to react, man. <laughs> oh no! But uh, anything else, Rico? Before we we sign off, uh, that was the last question I had. Again, I'm gonna put these other ones away. Um, but it was fun. Uh, again, I knew we were gonna just kind of go off, and sometimes you do repeat some of the things we mentioned. But again, kind of getting more in depth as far as some of these other questions we haven't answered, or just having a refresher about some of the things we we're, we're very passionate about. So, um, anything else before I sign us out? No, I think uh, again, I'm going to make an effort to get us uh, up and running on YouTube this week. If not. Uh, I don't know if I'll stream on Twitch or maybe on YouTube at sometime this uh, sometime this week. I don't know if I'll uh, show our maybe some of our Call of Duty. If I do stream, 
uh, I don't know if I should do like some of our Call of Duty shenanigans that uh, Omar and I play, or uh, maybe something else, maybe a shiny hunt, or just something that I'm that I'm gonna enjoy. Um, I know I mentioned the same, like just social media, like Twitter. We do have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have all of them. It's just a, it's a matter of actually being on those. I, I do I do check the Twitter quite often, so if you do want to follow us, that'd be a place to do it. Um, give us a follow on Twitter and kind of just you know see where we're at. But like Rico mentioned, you're gonna start you're gonna start streaming. We said right. I think I think I'm gonna pick pick back up uh, just streaming some games. I mean I I'm playing the games anyway, so why not? Uh, if people want to come in and hang out and just uh, give me some some tips or laugh at me, you know, making myself look silly in shooters and stuff like that, you know why not? Uh, I've I've had real positive experiences in the past. Uh, you know. Uh, learn meeting new people, people teaching me things. Uh, you know, having a laugh at myself. Uh, I don't. I, I just enjoy games for what they are now, so I don't get too heated or too mad. Uh, so I, I think I'll probably pick pick that back up soon. I think in terms of the YouTube content, if we're able to do that, I think uh, maybe we'll do like uh, a tier list, some kind of tier list. I think would be fun or some reaction videos, kind of like what we did yesterday. I think those would have been perfect for YouTube, some YouTube videos. So. Oh, I know. Uh, I mean, I do have, I do have this webcam and I, I haven't put it to use yet. So whenever you're ready. Yeah. So it's just about me making sure that I have the, uh, the correct app and the layout and all that. So I'll, I'll make sure that I, that I, uh, do a little bit of research. I do have something going on tomorrow. Uh, so, um, probably, probably by the end of the week, I'll, I'll figure something out and we'll, uh, we'll give it a go. Nice. Well, uh, just like always, yesterday Rico and I did have our weekly uh, weekly recap, and we went over the writer strike, some summer anime, and that's when we had mentioned the whole Call of Duty resurgence. So if you want to check out a couple of those things, and we do talk about all kinds of other stuff, uh, feel free to give that a listen to. Um, otherwise, this is the end of our discussion. We will have our other weekly recap, and hopefully another discussion featuring Omar Contreras and collecting sometime soon. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, but otherwise, thank you guys for listening and thank you. You guys have a good night.